0: Okay, we are on episode number 11, Double Digits Podcast, bro. Like qu- kind of the queen of the podcast over here, I don't know if you know. Um and I'm likely uploading two weeks in a row. I'm saying this because I obviously recorded this episode early, so as long as I can remember to edit it and throw the theme music on, it's going up. So, uh let's get started on episode 11. <laughs> Welcome into episode number 11 of No One, the podcast, the podcast that nobody asked for, hosted by the person that nobody knows. So I kind of thought I would just, I, I'm realizing now that for me, what kind of, I could edit that out. I'm not going to, I'm having a little bit of a brain fart. All right, listen, how am I going to phrase this? Okay. So (laughs) I realized that, I am not feeling really, okay, wait, here we go. Let's go full circle with this, okay? So last week we talked about admitting things that you're not great at and exposing your own weaknesses, I suppose. So one thing that I'm not really great at is sending out consistent newsletters. And I can write, I certainly know how to write. I also know what kind of content I would share should I feel the need to write, but I never do it anymore. And I feel that this kind of format, this podcast feels better to me than sitting down and writing. Um, despite the fact that I sometimes still don't upload regularly, but I have been more regular with this than I have with the monthly newsletters I said I was going to send out. So I wanted to do a quick little episode, um, on kind of like things I'm digging right now, tell some funny stories, I don't know, man. I just feel like rambling a little bit. So if you are here, I don't know if this is quote-unquote dealer's choice because we're still going to be talking about um, kind of wellness topics and nutrition-type topics. So it's not like where I just talked about Portland for an hour. Um, It's not quite that random. So let's just get into it. Um, I think that the the number one thing that's on my mind because – I'm staring at some alcohol right now. Oh, God. Okay, so here we go. So I'm looking at this, and it's making me remember um, when I went to Buffalo with my friends Sarah and Erica, gosh, two months ago now, um, they – first of all, I love them because they think that my podcast is funny. So I appreciate that. But when we were also just talking about it and talking about different topics, um, we were (laughs) – uh, one of them, I don't know. And then the other just kind of jumped on, started talking about how I have all of these brands that I should be not sponsored, but should be. Like that should be a theme of my podcast, like not sponsored, but should be. And I just talk about things that I'm obsessed with, even though I have no affiliation to them. Um, it's because I just want to start off by saying, be, <laughs> every, time, every time I'm in a drinking crowd, every time I have to bring up Citizen Cider, which is a cider based out of Burlington, Vermont. And I literally am so in love with it because they have obviously have like 50 different uh, brews or do you still call a, a batch of cider like a brew? Like, would you is that still the phrase you use? I mean, it's just a variety, but is it a brew like you would call like the brew of beer? I don't know. Anyways, so they have this one it's called Wits Up. It's in the yellow cans. Well, they're mostly silver cans but with the yellow accents. If you see Citizen Cider, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I first ran into this Okay, ready? Here we go. We're going we're going side story tangents. Here we go. So, I first ran into So I've had Citizen Cider before, but I've had um kind of I think it's the red red one and the green one. Um the, like the Unified Press, I think it's called. I don't know. They're more the very popular like go-to Blends, brews—I <laughs> still don't know what to call them. Um, I've had the more popular ones of theirs as just drinks, but a couple of months ago, I really, really, really wanted gluten-free fish, fish and chips. And when I was going to buy the ingredients, um, I was—it was limited in my alcohol choices because the recipe was said to use a gluten-free beer. Um, I didn't have, there, there just was none in the grocery store that I was in. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to get like a really dry cider and hope for the best. Um, something not too sweet. So it doesn't taste like apple fish and chips, which would be weird. Um, so I randomly picked up that citizen cider cause it said it was like ultra dry. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to go with this. So before I finish the story about that, I'm going to tell you the story about my gluten free fish and chips. So I don't really like fish all that much, but I do love fish and chips and, I just want gluten-free fish and chips to be like a regular staple in my life, but obviously it takes a lot of work. So I followed this recipe, right? And as I was, I don't, so I don't buy fish often. So I'm in the grocery store and I was like, I just need like cod, right? I was like, I kind of know that. But as I walked over to the seafood counter, there wasn't anybody at the seafood counter, but there was like the pre-packaged seafood sort of in the front. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't feel like waiting. I'm just going to grab something from the front. And I didn't see regular cod, but I saw, I saw, i'm not gonna say this right but i think it's called boca. i saw that and i was like hey that kind of looks like cod so i googled it really fast i googled it super super fast and it just said that it was salted cod i was like bro i like salt that's fine like throw some salt on my cod i was gonna put salt on the cod anyways so i picked it up grabbed that grabbed the the wits up citizen cider all of the good stuff so anyways we go back to my house started making it um didn't really read how to prepare salt and boca. And if you know what this is, you're hysterically laughing at me right now. if you don't know what it is, don't worry. I'll explain it in a second. So I start, I make it, I make the batter. Um, and then as I kind of fry it up, I eat a little bit of the batter. I'm like, shit, this is really good. Like a really good gluten-free batter. Like I'm very impressed. It tastes like a real fish and chip batter. Like it tastes legit. And then... We go to actually eat the fish. And I was like, oh, that piece was salty. And I was like, it's OK. It's OK. We're OK. I take another bite. and I'm like, holy Jesus, you can't eat that. I love salt and I cannot eat that. And I so I look at my family who's also eating it. and I was like, it's a little salty. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah OK, I'm fine. I'm fine with salt. Everyone takes a bite and they're like, what is going on? It was sticking your mouth in a mound of salt. That's all it was. It was sticking your mouth in the ocean, except you didn't have like the waves and the water to kind of rinse the salt back out. <laughs> it was just a dried up ocean, a desert in your mouth of salt. It was so overpowering. It was, you could, there was no coming back from that. So it was like, I don't understand. The freaking internet told me it was just salted cod. What's wrong with salted cod? Why is it so bad? And then I read the whole spiel and realized that it was like, preservation salted cod as in like if you were out at sea and needed to preserve your food for longer. So you drench it in salt. So if you ever want to cook it, you have to undrench it from salt. Your girl didn't know that. I didn't read the instructions. So I made really terrible gluten free fish and chips. So that's that story. But the the point of the story really is that Citizen Cider wits up is so good. So after I tested the batter and I was like, wow, it doesn't taste like I used cider in this batter. I drank it from the can and I was like, this is the cider I've been searching for. It took me so long to like cider because I just think it's way too sweet or just way too wine-like, um, which is why if you know me, my favorite, my, my actual, my old favorite, um, cider was from down East because, um, I actually learned when I was on the tour of them once that, First of all, they start off with actual apple cider, and then they used beer yeast instead of wine in the fermentation process, which is why it tastes so different. And it's very full-bodied. It's still super sweet, so I didn't take care of that. But like in terms of like if I want an apple cider, boozy apple cider, like down yeast is the way to go. But Citizen Cider, this Wits Up blend is so dry that it tastes like beer. It tastes like a really light beer. And I was so excited because since going gluten-free, I will still, so I am very gluten-free in terms of food, but when it comes to beer, I'll still have a little bit of beer because with it being fermented, it doesn't bother my stomach as much. I can't do super hoppy beers because that will bother my stomach, but a lager or something like that, I can have a couple of drinks of it or obviously really light beers. I can have a couple of drinks without feeling ill. Um, So I think that Sometimes still confuses people because I still will drink beer, but not frequently. And I also just can't drink a lot of it because I will feel very afterwards. So a good alternative if I wanted to drink all day and night is Citizen Cider. What's up? So uh, not sponsored, but should be by Citizen Cider. Get your Citizen Cider at your favorite Wegmans or um in burlington vermont and um tell them i sent you because if enough people say that that i sent them perhaps perhaps they will give me a free cider just one not even a six pack just one um and the whole thing this is coming there's a whole reason this is coming up again is because i don't know if you guys know but this year um polar seltzer which if you don't live in the northeast you might not know about polar which is actually really funny because okay here we go so growing up I was not a cider fan I didn't really like it but everyone knew about polar cider and so I thought cider oh my god seltzer oh my god where's my brain at so um everyone knew about polar seltzer growing up and so I thought it was a national brand so I like I said I didn't really like seltzer but then when I switched to paleo which is what the first Label that I started with, but when I started doing, um, challenges, being better, better concerned with what I ate, um, I, uh, w- uh, <laughs> started drinking Lacroix because that was like the cool thing, and so I was like, okay, like I'm gonna go independent and I'm gonna get Lacroix because I thought that Lacroix was the independent distributor or whatever retailer is like yeah this is very um very lo- shop local of me you know like look at me buying my LaCroix like screw you Polar uh it took me like probably six months to realize that LaCroix is the national brand and that Polar is out of Wista, Massachusetts. <laughs> so that's shopping local. Like, yeah, they're pretty big, but they're still local. So if you don't have polar seltzer, I feel bad, bro, because polar seltzer, I used to think LaCroix was the shit. LaCroix is not really the shit. Um, polar is. Polar summer flavors are so good. Um, so get yourself some polar. Uh, where is the story going? Alcohol. Okay. So Polar this year came out with spiked seltzer, which is great because, listen, the, the spiked seltzer market has been blowing up and I started trying them a few years ago. I think I started with actually spiked seltzer. Is that the name? Like Bond and Iver or something like that. I think that was the first one that I had. And I was like, it just tastes like watery alcohol. It's not great, but I guess I'll drink it because I'm looking for something a little light and I just don't want to be like drinking seagrams i don't know like i'm looking for something so i had a little bit of that and then i think next i was like introduced to truly which was a little bit better and i was like okay it's still eh, er, eh, something still still not right um and then after that like the big boys came in i started drinking white claw and i was like okay this is this is pretty good like You know, yes, no, no. What is it? No laws when you're drinking claws or something. I don't know. There's a stupid video on the internet. I don't know. Just Google it. And so all was fine and Jandy, right? Until I learned that Polar Seltzer this summer put out their own version of boozy seltzer. And so it's called Arctic Summer. And bro, this is what the spiked seltzer market needed. They are so good. They are, um... Because the, because the seltzer is good. If the seltzer is good and then you just add alcohol to it, it's just going to be fine. But like that, that's the thing that's why all of these other ones are failing is because their seltzer itself is not good. So it's like, I'll just drink a bottle of tequila. Like, I don't want to drink your shitty watery seltzers, you know? So the polar Arctic summer ones, I still haven't found them a ton of places, but they're coming out and they're so good. So Super in love with that. And I think lots of people, I realized in the past like couple weeks that lots of people are kind of going on the spike seltzer train. And so everyone was on White Claw. And then I remember like my brother's rehearsal dinner, which a couple weeks ago, I was like, stop drinking your White Claws, drink some Arctic Summer. And everyone was like, you know what? This is pretty good. I was like, I know what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. So anyway, so I'm still like, I think at this point I continue to try spike seltzers just so I can bolster my case for the Arctic Summer. Um, and make my true hierarchy of, uh, spiked seltzer drinks. Okay. So I was in Maine this weekend with family and we went to a Hannaford's. Everyone was like going to grab a bottle of wine, um, just to go play cards and hang out. So I was going to drink the wine, but I was like, I'm just going to take it. I'm going to peruse through this Wells, Maine, Hannaford and see what they have for other drinks. See if they have any fun ciders or anything like that. Um, and I came across and I'm looking at it right now. It's called Crook and Marker. And I'm pretty sure it's out of Rochester slash somewhere else. I don't understand the back of the package because it had two places. So I don't know where it's made versus where it's distributed. But one of those places was Rochester. So speaking of Sarah and Erica, if you guys have heard of this, don't drink it. If you have drank it, you should have warned me because it is not good. It's so not good. Okay. So it's not, so it, uh, it's not quite seltzer. It is. I don't even know what to call it because it is, I guess it's like marketed as if it was seltzer because it's called spiked and sparkling, but it, it oh, so I guess it's probably sparkling water, but spiked, I always think it's seltzer. I don't know. I don't know what they're marketing it as because there's no like branding on the package. It just is pictures of the cans, which are all fruity flavors and it says gluten-free. So obviously I grabbed it. And so as I'm starting to read it, it's like, it's grain alcohol and it's great alcohol sparkling water and it's awful and i'm just having having these flashbacks because everyone thinks that grain alcohol is the way to go right that that's going to get you super wasted really fast first of all these are four percent alcohol like gross. I'm not drinking your grain alcohol which is just not good tasting for only 4% alcohol, but it's reminding me of college and it's reminding me of all those times when we would have the everclear parties and people were like we had to smuggle the everclear across state lines. It's so much percent by volume like da, 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 da. like all of this stuff and I'm like okay. And we used to make these big tubs of Everclear fruit punch jungle juice crap whatever people called it which I think was literally one huge bottle of Everclear and one huge bottle of Hawaiian punch mixed around they threw some fruit in it and they pretended it was whatever it was and every time we would have these Everclear parties it's so funny because like my close group of friends most of us were like I don't feel anything like I don't think that the the ratios are wrong but like Everclear does nothing. I feel nothing. I feel like I just walked in and I'm walking right back out without having, without, having, without having had a single drink. Like it does nothing. And then there's other people at this party that are destroyed after like one cup of it. And I'm like, I don't know if they're faking it, but I don't think they are because there's like, some bright red vomit and stuff but anyways so uh i just like don't maybe it's just me that i just don't get it but i know other people that like it does nothing to them and they don't like the taste of it and all that shit so stay away from crooked marker is the story um but drink arctic summer because it's really great uh (laughs) i was honestly gonna tell more stories but because i got on so many tangents i think i'm not going to so this is this is here this is your gluten-free alcohol talk it's been nice having you um if you need any more gluten-free alcohol recommendations hit me up um i'm can't wait to go to portland again because i'm gonna get myself some more gluten-free beers i think there's multiple breweries out there and i'm ready to go and i'm gonna drink lots of fun stuff so <laughs> uh i hope you guys are having a good week maybe um Maybe I'll try to upload this episode a little bit later in the day. So it's not like 9 a.m. Let's talk booze. And it's more like 3 p.m. I wish I could get out of work right now and and have a nice summertime drink. Um, So maybe I'll upload it a little later. But that's been your... This is me been schooling you in the world of gluten-free alcohol. Um, Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. But hashtag but should be. Um, Anytime you... Drink something that I recommended. You I want you to tag that brewery or that retail. What the hell do you call other places? Like what do you call like Polar? The factory? Like tag the factory? That sounds so sketch. I don't know. Tag them, tag me. Let them know that I'm your wealth of information and I have been pushing you to these delicious beverages. Um, If you do drink Crooked Marker, don't tag me in it because I don't want to be associated. I might throw these away. I wanted to like them. I'm looking at them again. Coconut pineapple, mango, peach, strawberry limon. These are good flavors and yet they ruined it. It tasted gross. I wanted to like it. Maybe I'll give it one more try and maybe if it's refrigerated, it'll help a little bit. But the point, the the at the end of the day, it doesn't do anything for me. It's like I w- might as well just be drinking a sparkling water because this doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it and it doesn't feel like there's alcohol in it. So it's kind of a waste of time and money. You know what I'm saying? You no, know I'm saying. OK, anyways, have a great week. See you next week. Bye.